0: This is a Locker Room production. Hey, podcast. I just wanted to talk about a topic that's been kind of trending lately, and that is the form of NFTs. So for those of you who don't know what NFTs are, they're non-fungible tokens. And we've seen it escalate with, you know, Bitcoin has been going up lately. And while I don't know everything there is to know about, this topic. Uh, one thing that's been catching my eye lately is NBA Top Shot, and I, you know, I've dove in a little bit to that, and the things that that platform represents and brings to the table, the sports world and the NFT world, and what I was thinking was, what are some things? Well, let's start with this. So for those who don't know what NBA Top Shot is, it's basically a way to collect moments. Uh, so there are plays from different players, different games and whatnot, and it's for strictly the NBA. Now, I was looking through that, and it made me think that there are a lot of plays in college football that are worth collecting, I guess you could say. You know, I know people are going to be like, well, I can just go to YouTube and watch it. And yeah, you can. And that's the thing, but there's money to be made is the biggest thing with these NFTs and NBA top shot is, has a lot of success right now. And there's going to be a lot of influence over other sports like the NFL, college football, those kind of things. Now, obviously college football, there's the uh, name image and likeness debates that will come into play here. So it's not, as easy as it is in the NBA. Not that the NBA is easy, but it's much more difficult. But so the thing is you collect plays. It's kind of like collecting cards, but you collect moments or plays or whatever. And I just thought about some of the plays that I wanted to see if if this becomes a thing. There are a lot of plays that would go for top dollar. There's collections you could keep. You know, if you wanted to get, A Reggie Bush Bush collection, a Cam Newton collection, Christian McCaffrey collection when he's at Stanford. There's things like that that would be fun to collect. And obviously that costs money, but it's something that would be very interesting to see what people do with over a period of time if this ever became a thing. And it feels like this is where the world is going, so it's only really a matter of time before this like I said, becomes an actual thing. And obviously every year there's new moments that are created. So there would there'd would be ways to collect certain things and make money off of that. So that's really interesting. But let's let's dive into what uh the moments that I came up with here. Now these aren't all of them, but these are just some of the biggest ones and then some that I remember. Uh, A couple underrated ones. One I put is Mike Hughes, the UCF cornerback slash kick returner. His kick return against USF. That was a big moment for that team uh, because in that game, USF had just tied the game up uh, with a touchdown, a big touchdown of their own, and then a two-point conversion. And then Hughes brings it back for a 49-42 lead. Ended up being the difference in the game. So that'd be a moment that'd be super underrated. I don't know if we would go for top dollar. Probably not because a lot of people don't think about it. they probably look at the team as a whole. But if you could, uh, there's another thing. I don't know if you could collect teams uh, or like certain players in NFTs. I don't know. I mean, I know that there's like artwork in NFTs that you could do, but I wonder if you could get like players would obviously be like uh, a played card. Or teams, I don't know what you would do with that, but you could collect teams. That would be very interesting to see if we could get something like that. Uh, another one that is super underrated, and it's only because really I was at this game, is Brandon Wilson, the cornerback from Houston. Back in 2016 when they played Oklahoma, he had a kick six. And it was a 109-yard kick six, changed the game. It was a big moment in that game. And I've never heard a stadium so loud before. So that's another underrated moment. Another one that a lot of people probably don't know, but it's something that was exciting to me and be a moment that was meaningful to me, has a reasoning behind why I would have it. And it was a really exciting moment, honestly. And that'd just be a moment that's that's underrated. You know, and then I said, Reg, mentioned Reggie Bush before, and you know, there's. His runs that he had, there's one. It's either against Stanford or Fresno State. Honestly, he probably had one of both. Uh, but his his moments would be insane. Uh, and then Johnny Menzel, you know, he, he had uh play in 2012 against Alabama where he runs into his own lineman, fumbles the ball, scrambles to the left, and then throws to Ryan Swope, who's standing in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. And then... In 2013, he does this same scramble like they're trying to get Alabama's trying to get him and they aren't able to get him. And He's still stuck and he just kind of throws the ball for grabs and his receiver comes down for it. I feel like that those two plays would go for a lot of money if we're talking about NFTs and what they would go for there. Now, another big play that's probably still another underrated play. We'll go back to that. Central Michigan's Hail Mary against Oklahoma State in 2016. Uh, the one where, I don't remember the specifics about it, but the Oklahoma State gets a penalty at the I don't know. Central Michigan gets a penalty at the end of the game, and time runs out, and they give him an extra play, and they throw it down to, like, the three-yard line. Receiver comes down with it for Central Michigan. He pitches it back to a teammate of his who ends up running it in. And scores for the win, something that shouldn't have happened, but another, that I think that would actually go for more money because of the rarity of that play, like the mistake that the officials made going into that play, and then leading towards the touchdown later. Another underrated one is Miami's kick return in 2015 against Duke. Now, neither team was really relevant at that point, uh, so. It would be one of those that would be kind of specific. It's pretty crazy play with all the laterals uh, reminiscent of the Cal Stanford game, but, you know, it'd be something that would be fun to have just a very unique, uh, you know, maybe that'd be part of a collection too of kick, kick returns with laterals and whatnot. Uh, What else do we have? What else did I put? You know, uh, underrated one from the 2008 Fiesta Bowl is the West Virginia fullback Owen Schmidt, the runaway runaway beer truck comment from the announcer, that's his run against Oklahoma. That was uh, an iconic moment. I don't think a lot of people would know about it, but it was definitely an iconic moment in West Virginia football history. That team was insane, too. Uh, Another one that was underrated is... Uh, Chad Kelly against Alabama. Pretty much any clip against Alabama with an underrated team, an underdog going against them is going to probably be on this. Chad Kelly, he has it's a bad snap, and he's just scrambling to hang on. Or no, he's just he's getting panicked, and he just throws the ball up for grabs. Probably should have been picked, honestly, but he throws the ball up for grabs. It gets tipped, and then his receiver comes down with it and runs it all behind the other two Alabama defenders and brings it in for a touchdown. A play that just, like, shouldn't happen, but it somehow did. Now, two other ones. Now, this would be a collection that would be worth so much money because of the uniqueness it happened in the same season and what it led to. So you have Auburn in 2014. Uh, and oh, excuse me, 2013, and they have first they play Georgia, and they have the prayer at Jordan Hare. Nick Marshall throws up basically a hail mary, even though it's just like a go route, and two Georgia defenders basically run into each other, tip the ball up, and Ricardo Lewis comes down with it for the essentially game winning touchdown. Uh, One of the more iconic college football moments in history. And honestly, this might have been one of the top. It, It is one of the top, but maybe it'd be one or two, if not, for the next moment, which is the kick six. So the next week they play Alabama and Alabama is going for a field goal that would give them a win. It's a longer one. They have a freshman kicker. I remember Nick Saban takes a timeout. So that they can give him a shot. And he leaves it short for Chris Davis. And Davis is running because the kick came from the left hash. So to him, it's to his right. So he starts running towards towards the, the right sideline. And which is what every good kick returner would do in that instance. Because you give him more space to the left. Which he ends up going to the left. And Alabama's... Our kick team is consistent. It's consistent of offensive linemen and tight ends, which aren't conducive for chasing down a player like Chris Davis. So he gets a few blockers to the left, runs it all the way back. And all of a sudden Auburn's winning the game going on eventually to play for a national championship. Uh, One of the great two play or two games in college football history One of the most iconic games that we've, both games are one of the most kind of iconic games we've seen. And those moments will go on in history. So that is a collection that would be insane for someone to have. That one would definitely go for top dollar. Even those two plays by themselves would be definitely some that people would pay a lot of money for just to have. And, And that's that leads me to this next one. Uh, there's two other collections that I think would go for quite a bit of money. So, that Auburn's number one. The number two one would be Boise State against Oklahoma in the 2007 Fiesta Bowl. And, and I think I said Fiesta Bowl earlier for West Virginia. I believe it was the Orange Bowl. I could be wrong. I'm, it's, it's either Orange or Fiesta. But this one is the Fiesta Bowl, and it's the trick plays. So, the three trick plays, you have the hook and lateral, you have – the you could you know, you could put in the the tight end pass, uh, and then the last one is the Statue of Liberty. Even if you just do the hook and ladder, of the Statue, the Statue of Liberty. Either way, both are going for a lot of money because they're basically the the beginning of trick play creativity. Chris Peterson is the one that you can really give credit to expanding people's trick plays. There's a reason why. I, teams run multiple trick plays now and have it in their in their playbooks they they're not afraid to run it multiple times a year because in the past you didn't really run many trick plays many fakes that kind of stuff and once boise state started doing this against oklahoma then it was just an explosion of of trick plays there so those handful of plays, that collection there, that would be a lot of money those plays would go for. That collection would be a crazy one to have. One that's underrated for a collection is 2015 BYU. So in week one, they're playing against Nebraska. They're they're down, and there's little time left, and they're on the 50-yard line. And Tanner Mayum is scrambling rolls out to his right just chucks it up and his guy comes down with it among a bunch of Nebraska defenders and just in in a crazy moment Hail Marys don't usually work very frequently and it was just one of those that it was an underdog team BYU going to Nebraska when Nebraska was still like winning eight nine ten games a year and stunning the Huskers but then, not only do they have one, they have two that year. The second one coming against Boise State, pretty much similar situation, but they on the opposite side of the field. So that's another collection. And that one wouldn't go for as much money, but it's, it's a moment that I will never forget. Moments, I should say, that I will never forget. And I, I think it's worth someone hanging on to and collecting. That's for sure. A few other moments, and I'm curious to see what everybody else thinks of what NFTs they would put up here, similar to Top Shot, like I was saying, if it's something that people would be interested in. It seems like NBA Top Shot is gaining a lot of popularity, and I wonder with how, where the world is going, if college football NFTs would get the same sort of traction. Uh, A few other ones that I had here, uh, Vince Young against USC in the Rose Bowl for the National Championship. Is run to the corner, Uh, I think the call, it has a lot to do with it. Uh, He's going to the corner, he's got it. And then the crowd noise, every time I watch that play, it gives me chills. There's just a lot to like about that play. I think that would go for, it'd probably be one of the most popular, most coveted clips. And with with how NFTs work, they'd probably make very few of them, which would drive up the price even more. So that'd be that'd be an interesting one. That would be very exciting. Another one that would probably go for top dollar is Jadavian Clowney's hit against Vincent Smith uh for Michigan in 2013. That was a play. So the play before that, it's uh Michigan is going for a first down and they're they get close and the refs are measuring it. And it's when they show the camera angle, it's clearly short. There's not a single angle you can make. Where they got the first down and against South Carolina, and the ref calls it first down. And South Carolinas sideline is right there. It's literally right on their sideline. Then they go insane and they're just losing their minds, and the refs still call give them a first down. and then the next play, Michigan, for whatever reason, doesn't block Jada Hu, which is about the dumbest decision made in football history, not just college football but football history. And he absolutely destroys Vincent Smith. Helmet comes off, fumbles the ball. Clowney, like a grown man, just picks the ball up with one hand, just palms it, and then he tries to run, gets tackled. But that, for me, will always be one of the best plays in, ever in college football. I don't know if we'll ever see another like Jadavian Clowney. You know, you can make the argument that Chase Young was like that, but yeah, I don't think we've ever seen another Jadavian Clowney. And definitely not another play like that. That was just insanity. I've been kind of picking on Alabama here, but another one that uh, I like is actually for them, and that's in the 2018 National Championship game against Georgia when Tua comes into the second half as a freshman and leads them back to a win. And the play that everybody remembers is he's in the shotgun, takes the snap, looks right to move the safety off of – middle of the field and then throws to the left where Devonte smith beat his man and it was kind of the beginning of for both tua and Devonte uh, in terms of their success and it wins them the national championship uh and it's funny because that play it almost didn't happen because there were a couple of negative plays before that tua gets sacked there's just uh, it, it almost was surprising that that's how it ended because that drive was going so poorly and then Tua just steps up and delivers when they needed him the most. And Devontae Smith was a freshman at the time, too. And just a, a great combination of players. And the play itself just worked out to perfection and obviously gives them, gives Alabama their national championship. Uh, a couple other ones that I think would go for top dollar is uh, Michael Crabtree's catch against Texas back in 2008. And they're down 33 thirty-three, thirty-two, and he catches on the sideline. For some reason, Texas defenders don't tackle him. They almost—it it was very strange. There was two Texas defenders. They don't—they don't tackle him. They let him keep, stay up. Granted, he needed a little bit of balance because they had a hold of him, but they didn't tackle him, and he goes in for the go-ahead score with one second left. And then, of course, they pan to Texas sideline where Colt McCoy's jaws dropped, and there's. A few other Texas players behind them just stunned and confused as to what happened. And then the last one that I I think is one of the best ones that we'll see is the 2010 National Championship Games, or 2011 for the 2010 season, Auburn versus Oregon. Obviously, we talk about Cam Newton a lot, uh, but the one play that gets talked about with Auburn's season that year more than really anything is – Michael Dyer's down, not down play where he lands on an Oregon defender and he's not considered down and he gets up and keeps going and ultimately it leads to the game-winning field goal. And that's a play that everyone talks about, everybody knows. If you say Michael Dyer, everybody instantly knows that you're talking about that specific play there. So those are just a a few of them that, you know, I – came up with i'm sure there are many many more obviously we need many more than the ones i just listed for this idea to even work you know nfts are becoming more and more popular it's something that i'm looking forward to get into a little bit more and somehow figure out a way to bring sports into the nft world and that, i think that's going to be a very interesting topic of conversation that we have for the next few years uh if you like this episode make sure you leave a five-star review it's also how we'll have discussions about this review. You just leave a five-star review, leave a comment, leave a question, and we will get to it in a future episode. Uh, if you like the podcast, you can find it at on Twitter at CFB with JB. You can follow me at Joe Broback on Twitter as well. If you like everything college football related, uh, hit me up on there. We'd love to have a discussion with anybody. And if anybody has an idea for a future episode, feel free to let me know. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.